News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Yesterday on the Hard Shoulder, Thomas de Michal Martin said he was concerned by the rise of the far right and the rise of anti-immigrant sentiment. Have a listen to what he had to say to Kieran yesterday. I think some of what gets said is appalling and, and wrong and has to be challenged. The rumour machine that goes out in respect of young males, for example. Um, and um, we have to work very hard to, 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 to challenge that narrative which is a false narrative. There was a fantastic piece of work done called The Wetsuit Man by a Norwegian journalist some years ago. Uh, and it was following the journey of two young individuals from Syria fleeing the war in Syria. It's called The Wetsuit Man because they found the skeletal remains of a young boy, a young man in, in, in a wetsuit. And they found a similar skeletal remains hundreds of miles away. And what was it eventually after the journal? The police couldn't follow it through. The journalists tracked it. Two young men who wanted to pursue higher education in Europe because they were denied because of the war in Syria. That is the reality, the human reality of migration. Uh, and in, in the talk that goes on with some of the far right, uh, if those two young men had come into Ireland, they would be called rapists overnight. OK, Tallest and Hall Martin, uh, talking to Axie, it was Anton on the hard shoulder yesterday. My, my apologies. Uh, to discuss this further, we're joined by Socialist TD Mick Barry and Professor of Politics at DCU, Gary Murphy. Uh, to you first, uh, Mick Barry, is the Tallest a right to be concerned? Uh, yes, there is uh, an increase in the level of activity of um, far right, extreme right wing groups uh, in this country in recent years. That's clear. Uh, I mean, you've always had people in our society who have uh, racist opinions, who would have uh, homophobic uh, points of view, who would hate socialists. But I think something happened in the last few years. I think the COVID pandemic is part of that, uh, which um, brought those people together, uh, gave them a cause, uh, and we, we saw them campaigning against the COVID vaccines uh, and protesting outside the reception centres for the asylum seekers. Of course, there is a certain irony, a bitter irony, in the comments of the Tanishta because the Tanishta is a supporter of the Fortress Europe policy, uh, which is a policy that would have locked the two young men he's talking about uh, out of Ireland and has led to the deaths of tens of thousands of people uh, in the Mediterranean. But he certainly is right in saying there's grounds for concern at the uh, Okay, Gar- Gary Murphy, Gary Murphy, you're taking this. Do we need to be concerned about the rise of the far right in Ireland? Well, I, I think we probably need to be a little concerned about it, but I don't think we should overplay it uh, either, Shane. Um, there was a business post poll back in May which said 75% of people thought that Ireland was accepting uh, too many refugees, and, and I think those concerns have to be uh, taken into uh, account. I mean, Mick, Mick is right in terms of the COVID vaccine, but even more so probably is the um, the vast amount of numbers, 90,000, I think, coming in from um, the barbarous war in in Ukraine. Um, so there are issues around uh, around housing. But when we look at the so-called far right and their sort of um, impact on Irish politics beyond these few protests, which are very nasty, of course, outside libraries and um, 
refugee centres and whatnot. Um, electorally, they have no support whatsoever. I mean, they've never broken through, as far as I can tell, even half a percent in any election, either local or uh, or general. Uh, and I, I just concerned that, or think that sometimes we're we're in danger of overplaying. Uh, the fear of this uh, so-called far right. I mean, when we say far right, what do we mean? We mean people who, I think, ultimately fear the sort of the new, um, the opposed asylum, asylum seekers, refugees, transgender rights, sex education in schools, vaccines, uh, particularly COVID, but not you know not unique to that, um, and horror of horrors, globalization. So you know, I think there is this idea out there that. Uh, you know, we are uh, we are engulfed in the, in the far right, and I, I I'm, I'm not sure that's the case. Okay, uh, Mick Barry, how about that? Uh, if you look electorally, they've absolutely zero traction at all. Are we exaggerating the risk here? Does it suit political purposes to exaggerate the risk? Well, I think what we've seen in other European countries uh, is that oftentimes the more extreme far right groups um, are quite limited in terms of what they. Uh, achieve at the ballot box. Um, what tends to happen, however, is that their talking points tend to be taken up uh, by so-called centre-right uh, governments. Mick, I have uh, to put it to you, that's actually, that's actually not the case. There's plenty of uh, far-right uh, parties across Europe that have got a large percentage uh, of, of the vote. In fact, Ireland <laughs> is, is quite unique in, in how small the uh, level of vote is for the far right. Yeah, this, I should, uh, I should explain country. the point. I should explain the point that I that I'm making. You you, you have um, you have different groups. You've got um, you know far right populist groups who who take part in election campaigns, and then you've got the more extreme fascistic groups uh, who are out doing violence on the streets or more extreme actions, etc. And the point that I'm making is that the talking points that are raised by the more extreme groups then get taken up uh, by the groups that are that are standing in the elections. And when they gain any traction, then your centre-right governments begin to take the points on board in terms of policy, in terms of taking a harder line yeah. against... It hasn't uh, happened uh, here, though, I suppose, is my, is my point to you. It hasn't happened, and there's no sign of it happening here. Um, I wouldn't say that there's no sign of it happening here. I think that when we saw the protests against the asylum seekers at the re- at the reception centres last year, you did see a hardening of the language uh, from government ministers who talked about the need to uh, have more deportations, for example, uh, within this uh, uh, society. So there is, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in partial agreement with Gary there. Uh, I think it, it can be overstated. But if you're a library worker and you've got these people coming into your workplace uh, every month and screaming at you that you're a paedophile and that books need to be taken down from the shelves, then it is a clear and present danger. Okay, I, I want to bring Gary Murphy back in. I want, I want to bring uh, Gary back in. Uh, Gary, do you, do you agree with Mick's point about what has happened in Europe, that centre-right governments then take on the policies that are advocated by these far-right groups? Well, it, it seems to me that far-right groups raise, raise issues such as immigration, housing crisis, uh, global pandemics, sex education in schools, transgender rights. Um, these are issues which are raised by, by far-right parties, but are, you know, are elemental to how most people, I think, uh, think of uh, 
think of society today and are worried like the housing crisis as we know health services um, and then it is this as I said earlier Shane this idea of the so-called fear of the other coming in and taking services away from you know to use that noxious phrase uh, Ireland for the Irish um, so you know I, I would be concerned that certainly some of the more overtly uh, aggressive or even racist language would become more commonplace. I mean, nobody wants that. And, you know, I, I grew up in inner city Cork and I spent I spent many, many a lonely childhood day in the Grand Parade uh, Library and my, my simply are with those, those workers there. And I, I think it's outrageous uh, that nobody can go to, that people can't go to work uh, in, uh, in, in yeah. safety. Oh, yeah. And, I, I, you know, I think we, we all, we all share, share door concerns. But, but my, my, I suppose my fundamental point is these issues that are raised... Centrist parties, you know, and far left parties are trying to do their best in in trying to solve some of these issues. But they're complex. There is a growing, I think, fear. Um, you know that immigration has dented people's chances. Those who are not on the don't who, who, are, who are on the housing list and whatever. And I think that has to be addressed by you know by the body politic to ensure that we're not like Hungary, Poland, uh, the Scandinavian countries where far right parties, so called, have made um, significant breakthrough. But the final point, I suppose, is that I see no evidence yet of this having any impact electorally I would be astonished in the May elections of 2024 if our right groups and I think some people will will put themselves forward on those platforms I'd be astonished if they made any traction and I would think the same for the uh, the general election maybe within the next uh, year year and a half OK, we will leave it there. Socialist TD McBarry, Professor of Politics at DCU, Gary Murphy. Thanks to both of you uh, for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.